the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is The Choices You Will Face in 2023. The new year divides the past from the present, the old from the new. A new year is always full of possibilities and opportunities. We have heard it said many times that our choices matter. All of life is shaped by the choices that we make. Because our choices matter, the Bible speaks of them quite often. Near the end of his life, Moses challenged the children of Israel In Deuteronomy chapter 30, 19 and 20, where Moses said, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make, or that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's from the New Living Translation. Joshua, Moses' successor, certainly understood the power of choice. As he came to the end of his life, he called the people and leaders of Israel together for one final message. Knowing that he is only one step away from death, he reminded the people about what God had done for them. And then he encouraged them with these words, in Joshua chapter 24, 14 and 15. Then Joshua told the people, worship the Lord. Worship the Lord, obey him, and always be faithful. Get rid of the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived on the other side of the Euphrates River and in Egypt. But if you don't want to worship the Lord, then choose 
here and now. Will you worship the same idols your ancestors did? I won't. My family and I are going to worship and obey the Lord. And then many years later, Elijah stood atop Mount Carmel and addressed the people of Israel in 1 Kings chapter 18, uh, 20 and 21. So Ahab summoned all the people of Israel and the prophets to Mount Carmel. Then Elijah stood in front of them and said, How much longer will you waver, hobbling between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. But the people were completely silent. In 2023, we have 12 long months, 52 long weeks, 365 long, long days. What will you do with all of this time? You have important choices to make, and the first of which is, number one, whom will you serve in 2023? Again, reading what Joshua had to, had to say, said, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Some will serve in 2023 the God or idol of money. Some will serve the idol of material possessions. The more they get, the more they want. They'll purchase a lot of stuff and will be too busy to come to church to worship God and to thank him for his goodness because they have to work two or three jobs to pay for what they have put on credit. Some will serve the God or idol of pleasure. Everything has to cater to their senses, always wanting to have fun, always wanting to feel good. But that's not what life is about. Some will serve the God of health. They will put health and exercise before God. They will not miss a day in the gym, but they cannot spare an hour on a Sunday to come together to worship God. The question to you this morning is, what or whom will you serve in 2023? One thing we need to realize is that we will serve some god or idol. Man was created with a desire to worship. It's embedded within his being to worship. It doesn't matter what society you, go, you enter, there is uh, worship taking place. If, if we don't serve Jehovah, the God who has revealed himself in the scriptures 
and in his creation, then we and others will serve inanimate objects. We'll serve a tree, a bird, a cow, the sun, the moon, or a star. Because we do need to worship some something or someone and to give priority in our lives to them. Man is going to worship something. So what or whom will you serve in 2023? Joshua made it clear that the people of Israel had to make a choice between the gods or idols their ancestors worshipped and, and Jehovah. There was no room for neutrality. They have to make a choice. He stood firm as a leader. And Joshua said, as for me and my family, we are going to serve the Lord. For it was the Lord Almighty that brought us out of the land of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. It was the Lord God Almighty that performed miracles on our behalf in the wilderness, that kept us and delivered us from dangers seen and unseen. Therefore, as for me and my family, we are going to stay with the Lord. We are going to serve the Lord. I wonder how many of us can say that this morning. As for me and my family, we are going to serve the Lord in 2023. For it was the Lord God Almighty that woke me up this morning and set me on my way. It was the Lord God Almighty that picked me up and turned me around, put joy in the inside, clapping in my hands and running in my feet. It was the Lord God Almighty that spoke peace to my troubled soul and made a way for me when there was no way. I don't know about you, my brothers and sisters, but I am glad this morning that I have been spared to see another year when many who started in 2022 did not live to see 2023. And since God let me live to see this new year, I'm going to serve him with gladness. I'm going to come before his presence with thanksgiving. And I'm going to enter his courts with praise. I'm going to work while it is day. Show love and kindness to the people around me. And share my testimony of God's goodness to me while I have a chance. Whatever the Lord has laid on your heart to do, do it quickly for you may not have another chance. So make your choice. But the second question is, will you choose to serve God when testing comes? Now the children of Israel had to face that problem. To live in the promised land would not be easy. They were surrounded with enemies and would have to do a lot of fighting. When it was hard to serve God, would they continue to serve him? Their ancestors had some trouble doing that. They had gotten to the edge of the promised land, scouted it out, and discovered that there were giants in the land, and they didn't like that at all. They wanted to be in the promised land, but they did not want to work for it or to fight for it. 
they wanted God to give it to them on a platter. So when they discovered that they might have to fight, they began to complain against God, and some wanted to go back to Egypt, back into slavery, rather than moving forward with God, accusing God of misleading them. They never went into the promised land. That generation never went into the promised land because of their unbelief. Their children that Joshua is addressing now would have to decide, would they stay with God when the battles come? Many of you listening to this message will have to face that choice in 2023. The times of testing may not come to all of us, but I guarantee you that they will come to many of us. They come in different ways. It may be the loss of a loved one, which is hard to let go of and to move on. It may be some illness that won't go away and the pain frustrates and angers you. It may be a terrible disappointment that beats you down, like the loss of a secure job, the loss of a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a marriage. Maybe it's a failure you can't seem to get over. Maybe a son or a daughter becomes hooked on drugs or alcohol or run afoul of the law and is incarcerated. Maybe a financial setback comes or causes you to struggle just to make ends meet. These unwelcome visitors to our lives come in all shapes and sizes, but come they will. And when they do, we will have to decide whether we will continue to trust in God or give up our faith in him. It is sad to say that many people will not stick with God. When trials and tribulations come, they cry out, why does God allow this to happen to me? If this is the way God works, then I don't need him in my life. Such a statement shows a tremendous misunderstanding of who God is and what he has promised to do for us. God has not promised to make all our problems disappear. He has promised to be with us in the midst of the problems, in the midst of the testings, to help us face them and to walk with us through them. James chapter 1 verse 12 says, God will bless you if you don't give up when your faith is being tested. He will reward you with a glorious life just as he rewards everyone who loves him. And the Apostle Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 12, Dear friends, don't be surprised or shocked that you are going through testing that is like walking through fire. So when the testing of our faith gets almost unbearable, will we still resolve to hold on to God, to trust him to deliver us and to sustain us? But the third question is, will you choose to serve God when success comes? Oh, you may think that sounds strange, but not really. One of the great challenges to the Israelites was their triumphs 
or success in battle and uh, all the good things that they were enjoying in the land in Canaan. Some of their greatest temptations came on the heels of some of their greatest victories. Some of their victories came quite easily and they began to forget who gave them the victory. They began to trust in their fighting abilities or their ability to strategize rather than in God. Eventually, this was to be their downfall. They began to feel that they did not need God. Things were going pretty well for them. They could handle things on their own, so they quit depending on God until they woke up one day to discover that God had become a stranger to them. They were weak and could not win a victory over their enemies. For us, the same temptations will be there. When the storms come, it is easy to realize your need of God. But when the sun is shining, it is easy to forget your need of him. When everything is going well, we can forget who is the source of it going well. A preacher told the story of a man he knew in Texas. The man was young with a beautiful wife and daughter, a good job, good bank account, and a member of the country club. One day he made this statement, I don't need God. I don't need the church. I have all that I need. One night on a rainy road in a car accident, his wife and daughter were killed. He still had his job, his bank account, his membership in the country club, but he reached inside to find something to help him face what had happened, and he found nothing on the emptiness. Are things going well for you, my brothers and sisters? Has life been good to you? Thank God for that. But never get to the place where you feel that things are going well because of your ability or because you know the right people. Remember that the sun shines today, but the storms of life can arise quickly and unexpectedly. I recall that at the beginning of 2007 when we had the recession, there were thousands of people who had good-paying jobs. There was never a thought that they would be without a job before the year ended. I know someone who went to work one morning and was given the shocking news that their entire division was laid off immediately. All of us know people who were in excellent health in 2020 and 2021. But ill health came suddenly upon them in 2022 and devastated their lives. Some of them are receiving treatments for cancer. Some have undergone major surgery and some have passed on. And there are many in our congregation who have moved on to glory. But how suddenly our lives can change. What we ought to remember is that every day we are alive is a gift from God 
And, ev and every day when things go well, it is because of the grace of God. Remember who you are. And wherever you will be is because of who God has been to you, what he is to you, and what he will be to you. May none of us ever get to the place when things are going so well for us that we ignore God and cease to worship him. When things are going well, especially then, we need to give thanks and praise to the God who has blessed us so richly. Listen to David in Psalm 103, the first five verses. David says, with all my heart, I praise the Lord. And with all that I am, I praise his holy name. With all my heart, I praise the Lord. I will never forget how kind he has been. The Lord forgives our sins, heals us when we are sick and protects us from death. His kindness and love are a crown on our heads. Every day that we live, he provides for our needs and gives us the strength of a young eagle. Oh, most of you listening to this message this morning, I'm sure have resolved to try to be better Christians in 2023 than you were in 2022, you can be certain that that resolve will be tested. The challenge is, will you continue to serve the Lord when the testings come and when the victories come? <clears throat> Reverend Cliff Harris was asked to speak in a prison to the inmates. One of the prisoners introduced him, and in his introduction he said, several years ago in the same neighborhood, two boys grew up. They went to the same schools, played on the same ball team. They went to the same Sunday school and church. But one of these boys got smart and said he didn't need the church and Sunday school anymore and quit going. Then he started choosing things that were not good. The other one stayed in church and Sunday school and tried to do what was right. It has been years since that time and I'm here to tell you that both of these boys are here in this prison tonight. The one who chose to do right is the one who is going to preach to you in a few minutes. The one who thought he was smart and chose to do wrong is the prisoner who is introducing him to you. Two boys, both with the freedom to choose, turned out differently because one chose to serve God and the other chose to serve Satan. All of us have the freedom to choose what we will do with our lives in 2023. Will it be a happy year? It depends on the choice we make. In spite of what happens to any of us in 2023, it can be a happy and blessed year if we will choose every day to serve the Lord. 
It is our choice. It is in our hands. I know by the grace of God what my choice will be. I'm going to serve the Lord. It does not matter what trials and tribulations come my way. I'm still going to serve the Lord. It doesn't matter if the doctors tell me that I have only a short time to live. I'm still going to serve the Lord. For over six to five years ago, I decided to follow Jesus. And there's no turning back. No turning back. So my resolution this year is to please him who is my Lord and my God. To honor him who is my Redeemer. To magnify him who is my Savior. To praise him who is my deliverer and to glorify him who is my master. And the only way for this to be a reality is for me to lean daily on God's everlasting arms, to learn daily of his will for my life, to trust daily in his grace, to hold daily to his unchanging hand, to rely daily on his precious promises and to walk daily in the footsteps of my Lord. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Bread of heaven, feed me Till I want no more. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m., You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.